Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts. Specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, Swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. What does influence mean to you? An influencer really relates to more of the everyday person and inspires them. Can you talk about the power of media today and how how you see it working as as someone who's really benefited from it? I think that my career came about at a time when social media was just starting, not 
really there and I took advantage of it and I figured out how to use it to my benefit. What's the most important lesson you've learned about being an entrepreneur? Do what fits your, your soul. If, you're, if your brand is gonna be you and you're gonna be starting a business that is what you love to do, you have to really work hard and wanna be there. Hi everyone, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. Welcome to the BOF Podcast. This week on Inside Fashion, I sit down with Kim Kardashian. Now, most people around the world know who Kim Kardashian is by now. She has more than 200 million followers on social media and has become known in some places as being famous for being famous. Well, I wanted to get the whole truth. And for our latest special print edition called The Age of Influence, we are exploring the growing influence of ordinary people everywhere. Anyone now, anywhere around the world, can build a following, grow a business, or affect change. And Kim Kardashian has done all of those things in spades. The other big part of this new print edition is our first special report on the business of beauty. The beauty industry is set to hit $500 billion in the coming years, and Kim, has built a business that's expected to do over $100 million in revenue in its first year. So when thinking about the intersection of influence and beauty, Kim seemed like the ideal person to speak to. But before we begin, I also wanted to tell you about BOF West, our first major event on the west coast of the United States, which will take place on June 18th at Westfield Century City Mall in Los Angeles. Kim will be joining us there as well. So if you're interested in learning more about this event or our special print edition, please check the description to this podcast and all the links that you need will be there. So without further ado, here's Kim Kardashian, Inside Fashion. Hello, Kim. Hi, I was just about to yawn. <laughs> How are you? It's been a long shooting day. It has been. Well, thank you for doing all those pictures. They look amazing. Of course. It was so much fun. I love working with Ben. Yeah, he's, he's really good. It's my first time meeting him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as we've been discussing, our new print edition of BOF is all about influence and the age of influence, which is around us in all of its different guises. Um, and it ranges from activism to consumption to design influence seems to be shaping everything in the world around us. And this issue also marks our official entry into covering the beauty industry. So you're the perfect blend of influence and beauty, well, the two you. major forces that are, are really an important part of this issue. So thank you for taking time to chat with me today. Oh, you're welcome. I wanted to start by talking first about influence. You know, and it's a word, influencer and influence. It's this word that we hear yeah. so much All nowadays. All the time now. Yeah. What, what does influence mean to you? I really think that it's a proud description when someone mentions that. Um, you know, I think these days people really get inspired by so many different people. Like an influencer can be so broad. Someone that, it, it takes it from like, if you're talking about like a fashion icon, yeah, there's like this iconic status, but then there's like an, this influential 
I'm just talking about in fashion, it could be beauty. There could be a beauty icon, you know, but if there's like a beauty influencer that really like, it's so fascinating to me that I don't know how these influencers come to light or it's so inspirational that you can be working, like I'm talking about the beauty influencers, you can be working in your home, in your bedroom and there's so much social media, these channels that you can connect with so many people. And I think an influencer really relates to more of the everyday person and inspires them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the influencers, all the different beauty influencers and fashion influencers, I mean, I love to look at their accounts to see what they're doing and giving their reviews on things, and I take them to heart. So I think it's such an honor to be in that category of influencer. Yeah, the, um, the other place where influence seems to be having a bigger and bigger impact is around activism. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many, I saw the other day you were um, participating in the march. Yeah. You know, um, and I think there's there's there seems to be an, a spirit of activism in the air, and you see all, you know, all sorts of people really taking up the causes that are really important to them too. So influence isn't just about, you know, things that may seem superficial to some people like mm-hmm. beauty and fashion, but also about really important issues that are shaping the world. Yeah, that march was really moving. It was really special to go with my husband and we brought our daughter and for, and my husband's dad and just to have these like three generations there all wanting the same thing and all, you know, when we were explaining to our daughter why we were going and what we were doing and she she totally got it, you know, it yeah. was... And just to even see, it, it was very hopeful. It was a very hopeful day that you felt, like you felt it in the air that these kids were gonna become our future leaders and yeah. that they are gonna take over and you like for a second felt this sense of hope just come, you know, with obviously there's really unfortunate situations. Um, but it was, yeah, I mean, you're right. All of those new kids that were up there and that were speaking, they are the most amazing influencers. Yeah. You know, influencers also get a bad rap. Um, and sometimes, you know, people say that influencers are famous for being famous. You know, how yeah. do you respond to criticism like that? I mean, so if they are famous for being famous, what yeah. does that matter? Yeah. Like, that's that, like, I never got that. I mean, people said that about me all the time and well what do you do and you're just famous for being famous well okay well I'm here does it matter you know like that title just was stupid to me always yeah um they are but they're you know if they are famous for being famous they're still important people are still taking their advice people are still paying attention to them whether they are you know speaking about fashion or beauty or activism they're very important yeah um, the other thing that can come with uh, fame and influence is that you know that kind of visibility can attract the wrong kind of attention. And you know, as part of my research for this story, I was scrolling through your Instagram feed, and I came across those last photos that you took in Paris. And then there was a big gap, you mm-hmm. know, after the the robbery. Yeah. You know what? 
What does having the kind of visibility and fame and influence that you have, what are the negative sides of it and how do you grapple with it? Yeah, I mean, the negative is very strong. I mean, I think that you have to be a strong person to just handle all the negative comments and the negative energy that comes your way. Because if you put yourself out there, the nature of the internet, everyone's going to want to hate. So that to me, just that trolling energy that everyone puts out there and just that negative energy is really hard to deal with. I think that's really, really tough. Um, I mean, obviously, I think people get envious. And in my instance, and now what I would teach like my children about safety and to not, you know, be flashy and to live their lives a little bit differently um, as far as just really being out there. Did you change your approach to social media after that happened? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't really post in real time anymore. I'll, I might film something and then I'll be so cautious to say, you know, like, can you wait and post that like in an hour when we're gone from here? I just don't like people knowing my every move um, physically. Sometimes I used to have really bad anxiety going to restaurants thinking like, okay, well, people are going to know that I'm at a restaurant and know that my home is empty and that they might go to my house and try to, you know, take my stuff or they might, you know, know exactly when I'm coming back, if they're timing it and watching, if I'm out in yeah. public. It was just more of a, I started to get this, like, phobia of going out. Yeah, because um, you're leaving a trail, right, and inevitably. Yeah. And even if you're not posting, if someone else sees you and takes a photo, I was just worried about other people leaving the trail, not right. really me. Right. Um, so, you know, I still have that a little bit, um, but I'm a homebody and I prefer that. I think once you, I mean, I've like kind of lived this like very public life for 10 years, so I'm happy to fall back a little bit and just work on the things that make me happy and raising my family and stuff like that. But it's, you know, I always say like it was, it was supposed to happen to me. I was supposed to learn a lot from that. And I yeah. think... In life, you know, things like that might not happen to everyone, not something like that, but like little signs along the way, and you really do have to pay attention. And for me, that made me a better person yeah. morally and yeah. just for the things that are important to me and like how I'm going to raise my kids or just what I care to show. You know, I'm, I'm really cautious of all of that now. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, let's go back to how it all started with the, the television show. I mean, you know, as I, I look, I look around the, the kind of the amazing business that you've built and this, the kind of different strands of it, it all really, it all really goes back down to the power of media. So whether that be the television yeah. show originally or social media today, or just generally the creation of content like today, there's been all sorts of people here at the shoot capturing content because you have, you know, an app, an app and you have and the television show and there's, you know, there's all, you know, there's all sorts of channels that you need to keep filled yeah. with. Um, can you talk about the power of media today and how, how you see it working as, yeah. as someone who's really benefited from it? Yeah. Um, you know, you always hear a lot of negative things about media and there definitely are the negative sides to it. However, media has really made my career, and I really am aware of that. I think that 
my career came about at a time when social media was just starting, not really there, and I took advantage of it and I figured out how to use it to my benefit. Um, you know, there's been times when I felt like the media was negative and, but all of that comes with the territory. Like I, I've also figured out how to turn it off in my head as well. Um, so I think I do a pretty good job at that. Yeah. Like I know when, you know, you know how to use it. I too. know how to use it, yeah. but I also know how to like step back from it as well, which I think is always important. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's fascinating to, um, see how much it's changed and how much it's grown. And you can, you know, I've started a, two of my businesses just using social media, you know, my beauty and my fragrance. And those are like my, I mean, I, I actually a, a merch company in my kids line, but I'm just focusing on beauty and fragrance right now. And it's fascinating that you, there's like a whole other world that lives on the internet. Yeah. Could you, could any of this happened? Could any of this have happened without the power of social media? So Probably imagine like not at this no. magnitude. No. Yeah. It was like the right mixture of like the right place at the right time. Yeah. Situation. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's kind of incredible because um, the reach that, you know, someone like you now has instantly, like you don't need any other channel to reach the people that are interested in, yeah. you know, you and are your fans and followers. You can bypass every other media and just talk to them directly. Yeah. And that's what our, like our brand has always been a brand for the fans, I think. And I've always loved a direct communication with my fans and with people that have either liked me, didn't like me. I've always just been pretty open and honest with everyone. And I love that deep connection. I really do. Like I talk to the, my friends on Twitter that I follow that I haven't met, you know, so you have Twitter friends too. Yeah. yeah. Then I, you know, then sometimes my real friends at home, like sometimes I feel like I have just by talking to them all day long on Twitter. Yeah. Right. There's, there are several channels where you're quite active. Mm -hmm. How do you use Twitter differently from Instagram, differently from Facebook, and differently from Snapchat? Like, how do you see all of those? Each channel has its own, I guess, language, benefits yeah. and language and approach. Um, yeah, I mean, Twitter, I really communicate with people the most. Really? To me, I look at that as, like, the most... Um, like interactive interactive but like a, a great focus group too okay. I really do respect and value their opinions and I'm asking questions and love a conversation back and forth I love to live tweet if like our shows on if something's going on I love to live tweet snapchat they have the best filters so always using their filter their camera for posting um, Instagram. Instagram's more like my, I have like this aesthetic that I really like to keep it to and it's very well organized and kind of all has a filter on it and so it's this like mood for me but it's also my like, I post and I don't give, I, I don't care what you, you know, really respond to. Like so you're I'll, not reading those comments? No, like I'll post 
how I'm feeling, what I want to do, what I do on my Instagram. That's like my mood. I loved your mood this morning. Oh, my daughter. That was really her. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's just like that's like my mood, I feel. Right. And like if I'm in Japan, I'll like put in all this like other inspo pics and I'll just like that's my vibe of what I'm feeling that week, you know? Right. Um, so I think that's a good like insight of my personality and what I'm feeling. Um, and how does Facebook fit in? Facebook fits in. Um, I kind of post things here and there on the channel, like a kind of like a broad of everything that I'm doing on the channel, on my Facebook page. Have you been following the unfolding scandal around the uh, data data? I have breach, not. 50 million people's accounts. Yeah, I have not, but I'm always so freaked out about that. But then I kind of like, it's, you hear about it so much, I kind of expect it and I try to do what I can to keep as much private. I also watch shows like Black Mirror, so yeah. I'm all, all already <laughs> like freaked out about everything Yeah. anyway. Yeah, so. it is like, it is a kind of like an episode of Black Mirror happening in real life. Okay, right? as you said, right now your big focus is on Kim beauty Kardashian beauty. Yes. Uh, and that's the main reason we're here today, actually. Um, my, my first question is really about how, um, how you figured out how to use social media to actually sell things. Like if you go onto the Instagram uh, account for, for your beauty business, there's actually ways to sell stuff on there, which is kind of incredible because you don't need to, you don't need a store, you don't need anything. I, I noticed that they, people really do love a backstory though. Yeah. And I have so many backstories that I'd love to share and I love to post about that. So yeah. when I can, I do try to post some backstories. Um, I think when I realized that it was gonna be really beneficial was when um, I was launching my first fragrance and it was a black bottle it's so funny, it's like so not my personality now. It was a black bottle with pink, but it's so fun. I love that side of my personality. This Everything. was one of your licensed fragrances, right? Yes, this is like my Kim Kardashian fragrance, my signature fragrance, and I couldn't decide on the color pink of what to do. So I posted on Twitter a photo of each one. Hey guys, I can't decide on the color pink. I'm gonna let you choose which color, you know, this pink or this pink, and it was the best focus group ever. But I thought, wow, I really got such a good response and I'm going to listen to them and this is what they want and I'm going to give it to them. So even though that was more of like a focus group, I felt like, okay, my, my fan base and my customer, like I have to be involved 100%. Like they love to see really what goes on behind the scenes and I know that I can make a business of this and I know that I can, it's almost like, a digital QVC, right. you know, like I, I used to sell my stuff on QVC. So that was such a rush and such a, like, it's this feeling when you're live that, I mean, I remember Kanye came to visit me once and I was going live on QVC and he sat in the back and he just was like, what is this? Like, what do you, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, just watch, you know, and it's, it was so surreal. He hadn't, he hadn't seen QVC before? I mean, he knew what it was, but he never lied. It's such a different thing when you're there and it's live and it's, you know, numbers are floating and people are talking in your ear and there's like 
five other sets of everyone else ready to go and sellers. I mean, it's, it's, it's a wild experience. It's so much fun, but, oh, sorry. Um, but to me on like launch days of products, it's like that rush and that adrenaline for me. I'm online. I'm seeing our, our, you know, who's online, our customer accounts, like just the numbers, like what's selling, what's selling out, what's this, what's that, live tweeting, like, oh my gosh, you know, the light color sold out, oh my, I'm, I get so excited, it's like, it's this crazy rush, yeah. that I, you, you know, it's so much fun. Yeah, I can relate to that when we first started doing our print editions, and we, we put it live online, and people started buying it, it's kind of an incredible feeling, I mean, that's just one way the beauty industry has changed, though, yeah, you know, this this whole you know issue one of the things we're trying to do is like really explore and understand how beauty the beauty business has changed yeah as someone who's been at first you know a consumer of beauty products yeah and now you know someone who creates and sells and distributes beauty products what, what ways do you think the beauty industry has changed say in the last five or ten years well the one thing that just insider of just seeing like how many units you order and like I as a consumer I wish I had bought things and products if I really loved them and I stocked up because things sell out they don't reorder they don't you know it takes so long to get products you know it's that was like my mom gave me that tip she every time I travel internationally which was not a lot when I was younger but I went on a trip to Europe in, in high school and she said if you see it just buy it because you won't come back and then you'll wish you had it right. and so that's something like because the business moves so fast yeah and everyone's online and everything sells out and there's so many times where you know I can't even tell you how many people have asked me to restock my um, I have these like Kamoji heart fragrances for Valentine's Day and I let them know like we're not restocking them. It's going to take months and months to order the bottles and you know, it's just it's not it's not possible. And we did it as a limited run. So, as far as just having this insider info of what I know now to what, you know, as a consumer you don't really know anything. You just like the product, you try it. Um but how the beauty business has changed, I just think it is fascinating that you can buy product online without trying it and how hard it is to test your colors and as much information. It's just, it's crazy that you can, I mean, sell fragrance without anyone even smelling it if you describe it well enough and if they really believe in you. Um, and, you know, that's where the influencers come in because you, um, everyone likes to review product and put different messages out there of what they're liking, what they don't like. And the thing about my brand is, if I see a lot of people that don't like something, I love to change it. And I love to fix that. And because it is my own company, and I do have the luxury to do that, I do make those changes. Mm -hmm. And I will, you know, restock items with all the advice that they have given me to, to make those changes. And that's like a good, I feel like people feel like they're in on it with me, like they're helping to build this brand. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Another way, you know, some people think the beauty in the industry has changed is related directly to you. Some people say that you have single-handedly altered the idea of what beauty is because of your reach mm-hmm. and because of your visibility and influence. You know, in terms of what is a beautiful face, in terms of what is a beautiful body, in terms of what is you know how people should apply makeup why do you think that is how do you respond to that because Um, i see i see well i see um, the young women in my office for example and like you know we're we're a pretty hard-working team and one day a bunch of us went went out um to one of our colleagues engagement parties and like they came out of the bathrooms at the end of the inner transformed and i could distinctly see your influence in the way they had applied their makeup. Oh, thank you. Um, I mean, see, that's really cool to me. And it's what's so funny is when I have an appearance or like a club appearance, I'll see, I I mean, this was like years ago, I would see, I would host my birthday party in Vegas. And I remember talking to my sisters about this. At the way beginning, people would come in these leopard dresses and 
this big black smoky eye and this big, you know, waves in their hair and long and down. And it was like this distinctive Kardashian look. And then like maybe the next year or like a couple years later, they would come in like all beige and like hair parted down the middle, slick, low ponytail. Like it was so crazy. And that was such like a Kim K look or like these skin tight dresses. And it, it's so, that is so fun for me. Like when I see that and I feel that or it's, that's cool. You know, like that's yeah. cool to me. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just, I've always done what I wanted to do learning a lot from my makeup artist as far as in the makeup world I think that you know I'm really proud that we really what a lot of makeup artists say to me is most people would never discuss the hair and makeup that was very taboo like actresses like you know that was something that you know old actresses like back in the day would never discuss their hair and makeup they just always looked flawless you know like in the Maryland days, like it's just, they stepped out with a red lip and this perfect hair and right. this perfect makeup and winged liner. And no one would really discuss how that look came about. So through social media, we started posting like, Hey guys, I'm getting my makeup done today and my hair done. And I remember going to London and I posted about this makeup artist and she was like, Oh my God, like no one's ever done. Like, like, we don't do that. Like our industry is like very private. I can't believe you're posting that I'm do like you're getting your makeup done. Why? Because it was a secret or like, like the techniques were a secret? No, or the it was just like kind of you're not on set. So why would you have your makeup done? You're not going to an event. I was going out to lunch with my friends and shopping, but I wanted to try a new look. I wanted to try makeup artist in London. And she was just like, they don't, you know, people don't do that. And I was like, oh, well, I do it. So surprise, you're on my Instagram, you know? <laughs> and she was like very grateful for it. Right. She said like, you've opened up this door for a lot of people mm -hmm. to want to share their glam tips before people weren't really posting the behind the scenes. Like, hey, look at what my makeup looks like. And it's crazy with lines all over your face doing contour and concealer. And that wasn't really a thing. So that's cool that like it opened up for people. I mean, I was like, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm not doing this myself. Like, I don't know how to do this. Right. So I want to give props to the people that did it or share how fun this is. It's so behind the scenes. Yeah. And that culture of that makeup really changed. And that was really fun to see so many people share that world. Was there, when you were growing up, was there someone that you grew up that you used to emulate or admire in the way that young women look up to you now? I mean, I always thought Jennifer Lopez was so beautiful. She was like just starting out. And I remember being, I don't know how old she is, but I was looking at something. I remember so vividly, I was sitting on a couch in my house. I had worked in my dad's office for so many years, but like I didn't have like a career career. And I didn't love college and I went four years, but I didn't graduate. And I, I just sat there and I was like, what am I gonna do? Like when, when at one point, I was in my early 20s, and I, but I was like, I gotta figure something out. And then I saw that like Jennifer Lopez did this movie and she was 28 years old, I remember, 28. And I was like, okay, I have a few more years. Like if she's, you know, not knowing that like at the time she had like worked forever. In, to get there. You know, yeah. to get there. 
Um, but I felt like a sense of relief, like, okay, I have a little bit of time. I want to figure out what I love to do. And um, when I was really young, I always, it was the weirdest thing, but I loved the real world. Mm -hmm. And I would say to my best friend, I've said this story before, but I said to my best friend, who was, her dad was a manager. And I said, you should be my manager. And as, when we're 18, I'm going to send a tape into the real world because I have to be on a reality show. Like, that's it. Like, it clicked. Like, I, this is what I want to do. And she was like, okay, well, we can make a tape. And she's like, don't. I'll have my dad send it in to MTV. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and the producers that produce the real world produce my show. So it kind of all came full circle. Right. Anyway, back to the, back to the beauty business. Um, I've been quite um, interested to, to kind of understand more about your product strategy. Because as you yeah. said, last time we sat down, we talked about um, launching with the whole contouring kits. Yes. Uh, and since then, you've also released concealer kits, and those are being restocked, right? They sold yes. out super fast, and they're being yes. restocked. But then on the other hand, you have the perfumes, yes. and those are done in limited runs, and they sell out fast, and, you know, they're not, you know, at least not yeah. that I know of, being, being made again. Like, how are you deciding kind of what is a permanent run product, and what is something that's just... A one-off. So I have I, I have an office and I have a whole like KKW beauty side and a whole KKW fragrance side and it's a big calendar and it's a big puzzle piece because I don't like my products to overlap because I think people do view it as like one big just beauty brand you know it's two different companies run by two totally different people two different warehouses I am working on trying to get it all in one so that shipping can just be easier and in one. But for instance, for the when I was starting the beauty brand, I knew I always knew I wanted to start with concealers. I always, I mean, sorry, contour. That was like my basis, and I always I wanted to establish my brand really separate from Kylie's. Start with skin. Start with different products than she used. At some point, Kylie and I don't really we keep them very separate, and we know my products are just exactly what I want from my heart. Her products are exactly what she wants from her heart. Totally different formulas. We could both have lipsticks coming out. Totally different formulas. Totally different, you know. We, we keep that very separate. Um, but for fragrance, I knew that my crystal perfume was going to be a classic. That was going to be something that, you know, we restocked and we ordered a, a lot of, you know, a, a huge quantity so that that can stay in stock. Um, hearts, the Kimoji Hearts, I felt like it was Valentine's Day. I wanted that to be quick in and out and maybe next year I'll come up with a different variation. Maybe, I mean, people seem to really love that scent. So maybe I'll, you know, come up with this, have the same scent in a different bottle. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. But the beauty of owning your own business is you could figure it out as you go. That's right. You know, at the time, the Komoji Hearts sold out so quickly. I did think like, oh shit, I should have ordered way more. Right. I should have like, ah, uh, you know, and, but it is what it is. You and know? you know what? Sometimes not having it available to everybody makes people want it more. Absolutely. Yeah. And like the next fragrance I have coming out is this, it's so it's amazing. When does it's, it come out? It comes out in May. Okay. Um, so right around the time this issue comes out. Yes. And it is like a sculpture basically of my body. Um, it's really cool. 
Uh, I'm so, the scent is so good. I'm, I'm so proud of it. The first ones were gardenia. Yes. So is yes. The, what is this one? This one has a little bit of. I don't want to say more citrusy. It smells to me like what I would think golden smells like, even though that's like a color and something that's just luminous. It just, I don't know, it reminds me of like, just, I don't know, it's, it's one of my favorites. I'm very, very, very proud of it. A crystal, gardenia, and citrus, I go in between those two as my everyday, and this one's gonna be my everyday. Um, so it's, it's, you know, like, we'll, we'll have highlighters, and if they sell out, the beauty of owning your own business, like you could think like, do we want to restock these? We know we have the molds. Should we, shouldn't we? Should we move on to something else? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, you can kind of do what you want and you have to figure it all out as you go. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, no pun intended. No pun intended, yeah. <laughs> um, what about the, the distribution strategy? Because, um, you know, clearly selling beauty online requires a different sales and distribution yeah. approach than selling beauty, say, in the first floor of a department store or at Sephora or something. Yeah. What does it require? What have you learned about what it takes to actually sell a beauty product online? It takes a lot of description. It takes a lot of, when you're putting your money into your marketing campaigns, you know, I fund everything. It's like my company. So I'll do a photo shoot for me and you have to have models. Like you have to have demonstrations. You have to show as much of application. I always do tutorials. You have to have other makeup artists do tutorials, influencers. That really shows how the product is worn, used, so many people use things in different ways. So it's so important to show as much as you can to have your own digital display as possible. I mean, that is key, is just information, especially when it comes to contour and concealer. Like, you have to explain it, you have to well, I was describe at the, it. I was looking at the concealer thing and there's like three steps and like... Three steps, the first... which most people would just sell one, right. the, just the concealer, right. but I really do it in three steps. Right. So why wouldn't I market exactly how I do it right. and then come out with three products? Like that's, like I, I'm not a makeup artist, so I always, for 10 years, I've seen my makeup be, you know, getting done. And to this day, I still don't know all of the tricks. Like half the time I'm not paying attention when I'm getting my makeup done. So I hope that my makeup can teach people what my makeup artists have taught me in the easiest way. Right. Like just that simple. I've, I use the same tricks Mario's taught me. He hasn't given me a lesson in like eight years. So... And it's stuck with And it with still you. works. Yeah. And it's stuck with me. And so these are like my tricks and secrets yeah. of exactly how I've done it. And so once you put all that content out there and it's, you know, the tutorials are out there. And by the way, you know, you're an expert at creating content. You know, that's how this all oh, started. We, talk, we talked about media and the um, creation of content right at the very beginning of this conversation. When you put that on a platform like Instagram, how do you, like, are you tracking how it sells? And like, how do you know what channels or what, um, you know, platforms are actually working for you as a sales 
channel. Yes. So I have a team. I have a girl that's worked for us for 2007, 2008. I think she started so working with me. almost 10 years, yeah. Just on other stuff. She would write my blog, um, organize my blog, like give me blog ideas, and I would write it and give it to her. She spell-checked everything. I mean, like we've worked together for years and years and years. Um, she then figured out the beauty business with us. Like she's grown with us and helped figure this out. So she checks like all of the analytics and she checks like just everything, tracks everything. So she gives us a good sales report after every, um, I mean, obviously as you post, the more you post, the more attention it gets. It's a fine line of flooding your account though. When yeah. I have like a launch coming up that I'm really excited about, I love my campaign images, so I'll post a lot. And then sometimes I'll look back at my page and it's like, wait, that's so, there's so much content. Like I don't want people to think I only use it for a marketing tool, because I don't. Like right. I, I love, I actually love designing the Instagram account so it looks really, you know, pretty and, but shares enough personal with, business it's got to be a good combination yeah yeah it's called curating your feed right so yeah. you're not just showing one facet of yeah. your life you're trying to show multiple yeah. facets um so where do you think this is all going you know it's been less than a year now you know apparently it's going really well you know the products are selling out you're running out, you're looking for more warehouses and you're trying to you know, make things more efficient. I understand all yeah. that. But like, do you have a grand vision for, you know, where where this can go? Because to the outsider, it seems like you're incrementally adding things. Yeah. But do you have a map for how it like a, a road map? Yes, for where we it's have all... about a year, a year out map. Yeah. Um, if I had it my way and we can move quick enough, I would have like a two to three year map, but I feel like no one can keep up with like what's in my head. I write it out and I have my map and the map, that map is in my office, but everyone else needs a minute to like, let's just do one year at a time, you know? Right. Um, I just wanna grow my business, you know? I am really cutting down on everything else that I'm working on except for beauty and fragrance. If there's a project that I'm going to work on or endorse something or, you know, be a part of it, I'm really going to like it because my time management, everything, I feel like my day is micromanaged to the minute. Um, so I, I see this just my beauty business building up into a large company that hopefully, you know, I can sell one day and just run it and just always be in charge and always, I love that aspect of it. I love saying these are the products that I really want to work on and seeing them come to life hmm. and seeing all of the hard work put in it and just making sure that my eyeshadow formula, like everything is completely unique and as good as we can make them. How big do you think it can be? Have you got a number in your head? I don't have a number in my head, but I do believe that it will be really, really big. I think hard work pays off. Right. And I just want the product to speak for itself. I, you know, it's, it's a lot 
doing this all your own, there's so much pressure because you're the only person that you can really go to if you mess up, you know? You have to come up with the campaign ideas, packaging, product, formulas. I mean, every last thing you cannot forget and you cannot mess up on. Yeah. Or the internet will let you know, yeah, for clearly. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last question is really just some advice because there's lots of people out there who want to build their own businesses and you've been doing that. What's, what's like the most important lesson you've learned about being an entrepreneur, which is you know, really what you are. You know, our story in this issue is about your entrepreneurial journey. What have, what's the most important lesson you've learned along the way? God, I've learned so many. Um, truly, truly, you've got to do what makes you happy. If you're not happy in what you're doing, I get we all have to work long hours and stay late, but you've got to put the time in. The one thing I do see, and the one thing I see about influencers that they don't get enough credit for is it is so much work Yeah, putting, and I'm talking like beauty influencers. Yeah. If you think it's easy that they just like shoot a quick little Instagram video, like you're wrong. You need the right lighting and you need the right everything to show these products and right. to do a it's so time consuming i mean some of these influencers were staying up till four in the morning doing tutorials because they wanted to be the first out there and that's like there's so much heart put into it so i think you have to be authentic do what fits your your soul if you're if your brand is going to be you and you're going to be starting a business that is what you love to do you have to really be work hard and want to be there i think that's so important yeah that's, that's i come across so many people that just don't want to work hard and it like blows my mind yeah there is that generation yeah yeah hard work pays off yeah you clearly. really do have to put the work into it and yeah. it never for right now, I'm in like the grind of it. Like it doesn't get easier. I've worked harder now than I ever did. Thinking about like having a licensing deal, I'm like, wait, that was so easy. I just had to like, you know, show up when they told me to show up and, you know. But you didn't believe in the product like you believe in what you're selling now and that makes a big difference, right? Like it's, it's different when you're creating. It's different when you're creating it. Even if, but my name was on it before, so I still did believe in it, but I know so much more now. Right. So I wouldn't have like drop tested my products to see if it'll pass a drop, like I wouldn't have known that, right. you know, or I wouldn't have just, I'm learning stuff still with my brand, you know? So there's like so much more that you know, and when you become, when you start learning more, you get so much more passionate about it, and it just, you become, like you fall so much more in love with it, but it becomes like, it's like when you stay in a hotel and you, you know, oh, you spill a drink and you're like, oh, sorry, and you'll clean it up. And, you know, but if someone spills a drink in my home, I'm like, oh, get all the cleaning products. Yeah. And I'm like cleaning it up myself. And, you know, it's, it's like a difference. Yeah, you, you take, take ownership. Totally. You yeah. take such good care of it. Yeah. And you just want to make sure that, it, you know, you're doing the best that you can. Well, it's been... It's been really interesting to talk to you about it and you know, to, to research everything that's going on and I'm really grateful 
for the time you Thank spent you. with us here Thank you. today, shooting the cover and um, telling your story. Thank you. So um, we'll look forward to seeing you at BOF West. I'm on excited. June 18th. What am I going to wear? Well, that you have you have about two months to figure yeah, that out. I'll figure it out. But we'll be back here in Los Angeles in a couple months to to chat more. Um, BOF West is, is is our really exciting new event um, being held for the first time this year um, in Los Angeles, uh, and it's really about celebrating the intersection of all of the amazing industries that are really converging here: fashion and beauty and technology and entertainment. Uh, LA is like a a new hotspot. So we'll look forward to talking to you about that in a couple months. Um, and that's all for today. I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion. Uh, we are signing off from here at, in Los Angeles. And, from a loft uh, in Los Angeles. From a loft in Los Angeles uh, on a beautiful sunny day. So it's time to time to get out. But yes. um, thanks thanks again for chatting, Kim. Of course. And, Thank you um, for having me. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. It's advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.